Today on Bible Conversations, we're going to be talking about the value of human life. Welcome back to another episode of Bible Conversations. We are excited to get going with a, uh, another week and some more content for y'all this week. And uh, Chris, this topic, I guess, was kind of chosen because um, it is being talked about all over the world. Um, maybe, maybe not all over the world, all over America, for sure. Yeah. And um, we wanted to uh, just do a little study as far as uh, what the Bible um, which, in other words, what God has to say about the value of human life, um, yeah. and uh, particularly uh, in regards to um, uh, unborn human life. You know, we're talking about um, a baby that is uh, still in in its mother, and and I know this can be a a conversation that becomes political very quickly, yeah. which is. Very disappointing to me. I, I want to say this from the start that um, there's a lot of conversations that are dealt with in Scripture and uh, should be dealt with from a moral standpoint, um, from a a um, spiritual standpoint, and um, politicians and culture have hijacked them and turned them into political discussions. Yes. And this is one of them. You know, yeah. we're talking about abortion and we're talking about um uh, all of these different viewpoints on that and uh i just want to make sure everyone is is clear right from the jump start we're not taking any political standpoint we're we're taking god's side yes um and i think that's really important when we begin any kind of uh touchy subject like this one um that we're simply wanting to study god's word and have a conversation about what god has to say on this topic. Yeah. No, I, I think it's I think it's vital that we approach this from a biblical standpoint. The you know, the reality is is uh, the, the Bible is our it's our guide. It's our uh, I, I don't like to use the word rule book because that's not an accurate depiction or description of, of the Bible. But it is that which we are to follow. You know, we are to read and to understand and to know what God's word is and specifically what God's will is. And uh, as it pertains to uh, human life, as it pertains to the value of life, uh, it, it is very obvious how God views life. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, John 3.16, you know, for God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. God wants to save everyone. He He doesn't want anyone to perish. He doesn't want anyone to uh, to, to really to die a, a an everlasting death, uh, he wants everybody to come to a knowledge and an understanding of him. And people that are alive today who can walk and talk and have already been born have the ability to d- decide for themselves that which they will do. Mm-hmm. And so our discussion today is going to really focus on those who are not born, as you mentioned, right? We're going to focus on uh, the the babies within within the mother and. Um, you know, I there there are lots of arguments on social media channels. There's lots of arguments on the news. There's lots of arguments everywhere, and uh, I I'm personally not really interested in arguing uh, with with anybody about this. I I I will if I have to. I will if it if it comes up. But to your point, this is not a political issue. Uh, it has been politicized, and uh, people have taken 
the the discussion and issue of abortion and turned it into a a, a political talking point. They've turned it into a um, a, a discussion of uh, rights uh, when. When the reality is, it's 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 a morality issue. It's a biblical issue. It's a first and foremost. It's not a political issue. Uh, just because somebody has politicized something does not make it inherently political. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, the 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 Roe v. Wade decision. You know, there was a Supreme Court leak just, uh, I guess, last week uh, that that the Supreme Court is supposedly going to overrule Roe v. Wade. And a lot of people have taken that to mean that um, that abortions will be illegal. And uh, while, while that is the case in some states, what the overturning of Roe v. Wade does is it just puts the power back, back in the hands of the states. Back in the hands of the states. Yeah. And so people will vote as to what they want. Um, state legislatures will, will decide to a certain degree. People will vote as to what they want. The heartbeat bill that, that was passed in Texas, uh, I think, is a, a massive step in the right direction. Uh, but ultimately, I where I stand is is abortions at any stage are wrong, uh, are are inherently wrong. Well, let's go ahead and get to scripture, yeah. um, so we can back up. Uh, yeah, you know what we're saying as far as what we believe yeah. uh, with reason. Yep. You know, um, so I think you had a couple of different places you wanted to. I do to take us to just yeah. to look at some different examples. Yeah, I do. So. Um, you know, when it, when it comes to uh, understanding why I believe what I believe and, and why I uh, think that abortion at any point is, is bad, um, I, there, there are a couple of scriptures that, that come to mind. The first one uh, is uh, from the, the Gospel according to Luke. It's in Luke chapter 1, verses 39 through 45. And this is, uh, this is Mary, uh, mm-hmm. the mother of, of Jesus, who is coming to visit Elizabeth, her cousin. Yeah, what's really cool about Luke is he gives a little bit more background yeah. um, before Christ began his ministry, yes. um, uh, which we don't see um See a little bit of much. it in Matthew, yeah. none of it in Mark, and a little in John, but really that's more background yeah. from the creation of the world. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, uh, with, with Luke, um, he set out to record an orderly account, and, yeah. and that's what he does. So he starts um, back even before... Uh, Jesus was conceived by the Holy Spirit um, yeah. and starts with his cousin, John. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you see uh, John, who is um, still in the womb, um, uh, in his mother Elizabeth, and, and Jesus is now um, in the womb of Mary. And I think Mary's about three months along at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Mary's about three months. She's within her first trimester. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and then you've got Elizabeth, who is really within her last trimester yeah she's she's about ready to pop and um <laughs> you know it's just i don't know it's, it's the reality of it and so there's verse 39 you know in those days mary rose and went with haste into the hill country to a town in judah she entered the house of zechariah and greeted elizabeth and when elizabeth heard the greeting of mary the baby leaped in her womb and elizabeth's with and elizabeth was filled with the holy spirit and she exclaimed with a loud cry blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And so John the Baptist inside of Elizabeth leaps whenever Mary enters the house because Mary isn't alone. Mm-hmm. Mary's got a child inside of her. That's Jesus. And, um, you know, that this, so the idea here that, 
that is being presented in in the world and the media and everywhere else is that you know abortion any baby that's not born can be aborted that's mm-hmm. there there are certain states where it's legal to abort all the way up to nine months um and uh you know th- this this very clearly shows that babies within the womb have feelings they 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 can sense things they know things you know babies kick um I've never been pregnant myself and I never will be, but, um, but I do know that they kick while they're in yeah. the womb and, and they can, so they can hear you, they can too, hear you. which is why uh, you're supposed to talk to them, yep. uh, sing to them. Yep. Um, they feel pain. Yep. There's they have know, a heartbeat. They have a heartbeat. They, they've got brain activity. I mean, there's so many, we, we know so much, so much now about what life is like for a, a baby inside of the womb and, uh, you know, some people will, will call it a fetus, and, and fetus basically just means child or baby. Um, it it's, it's from the Latin word uh, fetus, uh, the bearing of, of hatching of young, bringing forth pregnancy, childbearing, offspring. Like, that's all fetus is. It's just it's baby. It's like if I were to say, well, that's not a baby. That's a bebe. Try to use the Spanish word baby to just it, – it, it's the same thing. You yeah. know, fetus is just a child. It's a baby. Yeah. And so, you know. John the Baptist is just ecstatic that Joseph that, that uh, sorry not Joseph that Mary is there with Jesus yeah and um, and so there's there's one of the the places that I like to go I yeah um, I think that's just a, a powerful one the, the second one is uh, very very much tied with the third so I'll, I'll go over both of those real quick but okay in Jeremiah chapter and, one and once you do that I actually want to present the um, the other side of the argument, yeah. um, just for the sake of discussion, but, cool. uh, but yeah. go ahead. I think you're going Jeremiah next. Yeah. Jeremiah chapter one. So starting in verse four, this is, so chapter one, verse one says the words of Jeremiah, right? And then it goes on gives, uh, you know, who, who all he is related to. And then in verse four, it says, now the word of the Lord came to me saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Before Jeremiah was even conceived, he was he was known by God and he was consecrated as a prophet unto the nations. And uh, you know, we we look at today and we we think there there are I think it was the last number that I heard was 63 million abortions since the passing of Roe v. Wade mm. um, in in the 70s. 63 million lives, souls, people gone, never got a chance to live. And who knows? Who knows what they could have accomplished? Who knows what they could have done? If, if Jeremiah's mother had chosen to, to abort her child, God would have chosen somebody else, but we wouldn't have had Jeremiah. And I think it it it's um, saddening to me that that abortion is a is a choice for so many. And then you get a Psalms one thirty nine. This is a very very common one, but verse thirteen: For you formed my inward parts; you knitted me together in my mother's womb. In other words, the the baby is being formed by God, is being created by God as as it is growing. God is is directly in the hand and. Uh, and and in the process of creating this life, um, and so it, it is apparent 
to me, it is obvious to me that God very much highly values life. Mm-hmm. And, and we too also must highly value life. Um, you know, the, the idea of, of having an abortion, um, I, I've heard all the sides. In fact, I, I used to be uh, pro-choice, you know, about 10 years ago mm-hmm. uh, and, until I came to a, a better understanding, a better knowledge of, of life and of God. And um, I, I used to argue on the other side. You know, it's, it's a woman's body. It's her right. And a woman does have a body within the making of a pregnancy, but so does the baby. And, um, and I think that's, that's the point that so often gets uh, overlooked. But Yeah. Well, I, I do want to present that, um, that side of the argument because, you know, we're, we're taking this out of a political discussion. This isn't um, something that, that we're trying to address from a – you know, this needs to be the law this way or this way. Yeah. Um, but rather it's just a, what is right? Yeah. You know, um, and so there are Christians who will argue from a standpoint of pro choice, not necessarily pro abortion. Yeah. Um, because they're not saying, yes, we should abort all the babies, but rather they're arguing pro choice. Um, and the, the argument to the best of my ability to to present it is basically from the standpoint of free will. You know, free will is is incredibly important to that that we understand that so we can can discuss, you know, um God loving us enough to give us a choice yeah. of whether or not we want to to turn to him or live for ourselves. Yeah. Um and uh that's that's truly at the heart of, of God's love and creation is that he didn't make a bunch of robots that would choose to follow him, but rather, um, or sorry, he didn't make a lot of robots that had no choice, but to follow him, but rather he gave us the choice of whether or not we're going to choose him because that is, is true love is when we choose to love him back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so anyways, I won't dive down too deep the rabbit hole of, of defining just what free will is, but, um, but the the abilities that God has given us to make our own decisions, to make our own choices, um, is incredibly important, even when we're talking about salvation. And so then Christians will carry on that argument to say, God has given us the choice, and so um, we still should have the choice of what we do in XYZ situations, and, and that includes whether or not we're going to um, to go out and, and drinking and partying on a Saturday night. And so we don't wake up for worship Sunday morning. Uh, that goes to the point of whether or not we're going to, um, to live sexual, sexually immoral. That goes to the point of, of all different kinds of choices that we could make in this life. God has given us the choice of whether or not we're going to follow him yeah. or live for ourselves. Yeah. And so why are we trying to take away that choice for people in this one instance? You know, I, so I, I hear that argument. I, I'll be nice right now. In my head, I'm not being so nice. But um, you know, the, the idea that, that we have free will and that, and that somehow we're taking it away is, uh, is, is, is wrong. Um, nobody is making anybody get or not get an abortion. Um, people, we're, we're talking about this particular topic. 
Um, if, if somebody wants to abort, abort just means to end, right? So mm-hmm. to, uh, the abortion is simply to end of, the end of something. And in this case, is the end, end of, of a pregnancy. pregnancy yeah. if, if somebody wants to do that, they are, there are ways to do that. Um, and so it's, it's not about free will. I, I, I think a lot of it is um, people want, and, and you're talking about Christians, and, and I think that's, I think it's it's good to talk about Christians' viewpoint on this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know of many Christians that that, that argue in favor of uh, abortions. I, I know there are some. I know they are out there. I know they exist. Um, well, I, I guess that's my my just trying to present their, their yeah. point of view is that it's not that they're arguing in favor of abortion, yeah. but rather arguing in favor of of choice, yeah. you know, being I, able I think, to choose. And, yeah. and I think Christians probably are more along that line. The world definitely is not. I The, the world is definitely arguing for abortion specifically. Um, it, it's It's actually kind of sickening and saddening when you look at what the world is actually arguing for. Yeah. I, but, I think it depends on on who you're talking to and and what their yeah. agenda is because, um, you know the the conspiracy um theorist will will say you know there are certain um government agencies certain people working within the the deep state if you will that yeah. that actually want all the babies dead for certain reasons you know whether it be within oh, not even with a, within a certain demographic or or something like that and and obviously that's on the way out their spectrum but i i really do want to keep the discussion to um to christianity and and yeah. whether or not um uh you are in favor of women's right to choose or in favor of the no pro you know pro-life this life matters and and where i really find scripture coming down on this is um is it's kind of interesting because scripture definitely gives us choice yeah it gives us the ability to choose right and wrong adam and eve even had the choice of right and wrong in the garden yeah however it's just that a right or a wrong. Yeah. Just because we have the choice doesn't mean that either choice is right. You know what I mean? So, so whereas people will say, you know, women should have the right to choose. And, and there are Christians who will argue that, that, um, it's, it's her body. She should have the right to choose, which I'll get to in a second because, uh, the, the baby is not, her body that's yeah. that's the baby's body it's it's its own it's not just a cluster of cells it's not just a parasite attached to the mother um but anyway so christians will argue you know pro-choice because god's given us the right to choose okay very good just because he's given us the right to choose in um whether or not we're going to to sin just because he's given us the choice of whether or not we're going to live for ourselves or live for him does that not still mean there is a right and wrong yeah. And that's where I come back to scripture and yeah. look at the value of life. Obviously in the womb, there is life. And, yeah. and we could even talk about this from a scientific standpoint of when the heartbeat starts, you know, when the brain activity start, and we can look at that scientifically. But yeah. that's why I look like looking at this from a scriptural standpoint that, yeah. that you can see there is life in the womb. One of the examples I was going to pull up is, is Samson. Yeah. Um, when you look in Judges chapter 13, um, uh, it says, once I lost my spot, um, uh, 
uh, in verse seven. So, so Samson, um, was to be a Nazarite. Um, yeah. take that vow to be, to be dedicated to God. And, in, um, and as the, um, angel is talking to Samson's mom, telling her, this is what your child is going to be in verse seven. Um, he said to me, behold, you shall conceive and bear a son. So then drink no wine or strong drink and eat nothing unclean for the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb to the day of his death. And so, yeah, that's kind of interesting there. So Samson is in the womb and yet he is his own person. And so even the mother cannot eat anything unclean, cannot touch any dead bodies, cannot drink any strong drink, just as all of the um, things apply to those who have taken that Nazarite vow there yeah. in the Old Testament. And so, um, even when Samson's in the womb, well before he's, he's born, he's already upholding his, yeah, his call by God to be a Nazir, uh, a Nazarite before, yeah. uh, through, like through his mother. So, yeah. anyways, I've said a lot about, um, choice, right and wrong. And so, did yeah. you have anything else to add to, to that? Um, you know, I, I just, Every, I mean, the, the obvious thing is everybody has a choice. Everybody always has a choice. Exactly. Whether it's legal or illegal yeah. to actually have an abortion, yeah, everybody still has a choice. You know, even if it's illegal, that doesn't mean you don't have a choice still. Yeah. Even if it is legal to have an abortion, doesn't mean you don't still have a choice. And so, yeah. regardless, like, like, let's throw government out the window. Like, not literally. Like, I'm not <laughs> arguing that. I'm just saying, for the matter of this argument, yeah. remove any kind of policies and laws laid out by the government. Yeah. Everybody still has a choice. Yeah. Well, and, and, and the question comes down to whether it's morally right or wrong. And, exactly. That's what I'm trying to, and, trying to get uh, across. And, it, and if it's morally right, then it should be allowed. Right, then we should be okay with it if it's morally mm-hmm. right. Because then, if it's morally right, it's it's in accordance with God's will. Because yep. that's what our morals as Christians are based upon. And if it's yeah. morally wrong, then then we should be fighting against it, and we should be standing up and saying, "No, it's not right, and it's not okay." Because it's morally wrong. We stand up and we say that about all sin, right? Mm-hmm. So, if it's morally wrong, that means it is sinful. And if it's sinful, then we need to stand up and we need to say that it's it's sinful. And and I think so many people are wanting the validation that. You know, I, I can, I can have it legally or I can have it and it, it, it's okay that I have it. And they, they, they want that validation that the choice that they make is right, that the choice that they make is okay. Mm-hmm. And not all choices we make are right. Not all choices we make are okay. Even yeah. those of us that are really genuinely in all instances of life trying to follow God's will, sometimes we make wrong choices. Mm-hmm. In, and sometimes people who are, are not at all concerned about God's will make right choices. We, we make choices and those choices, they, they all have consequences, you know, and, uh, there's, there's a lot more science out there regarding what happens to a woman after she has an abortion, uh, regarding the, the sanctity of her own life and the, the, the livelihood that she will have the, uh, the statistics of depression and, and, and suicide and, and all sorts and likelihood to have another child. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's sad, but, but the reality is, is it's, this is a moral issue. It's a moral discussion. It has been morphed and politicized, but it is a moral issue at its heart. And either abortion is right or it is wrong. And people are going to throw all of the um, all the different loopholes and, and, and all the um, the, the uh, odd cases at you and the outliers that they can to mm-hmm. try and justify. Well, you know, it, it's okay here. Right, so then, if it's okay here, it must be okay there. And the reality is, is in my mind, it's it's never okay. Um, 
you know, we've talked about the fact that neither of us have kids, but I, I know for a fact with, with all of my heart that I would lay down my life for my child at, at any point. Whenever we have, whenever listen, I decide it's time. That child, I will lay down my life for that child at any point in time. Mm-hmm. I will put that child's life before my own, just like I will put Alyssa's life before my own, just like Jesus put our lives before his own. Exactly. Well, and that's what it goes back to. And yeah. um, that's why in every point of life that we make sure we don't get caught up in uh, cult- in discussions because it's um, about something with culture, yeah. that we don't get caught up in, in discussions because it's something about the world around us, but we make sure that any discussion we're having, um, points back to Christ, yeah. you know, and, and, um, and, you know, we, we value life because God values life. Yeah. We, we love one another because God first loved us. Um, and, and there's so many things that you can even turn to. Like just this past Sunday, I was preaching on, uh, Paul's I am statements he made in Romans chapter one. I am under, ob- I am under obligation. I am eager. I am unashamed as he's yeah. talking about the gospel. And, and the amazing thing about that is that we're called to be unashamed about the gospel. And it's not because God just said, Hey, this would be cool if my people were unashamed of, of me. No, he hasn't called us to do anything that he hasn't already done himself. He's not ashamed of us. Yeah. And so therefore he says, you should not be ashamed of me. Yeah. And think about how much more that God has to be ashamed about us than we do of him, you yeah. know? Um, yeah. And it, it just, every discussion that we have, if you call yourself a Christian yeah. and it doesn't go back to what Christ has done or what Christ um, said about for. this or, or, or what he stands for, or the example that, that he gave on, on any given thing, then, yeah. then, what are we doing here? You know, um, everything we do has to point back to Christ. And yeah. so even in this discussion, even though it's become so politicized, it has to turn back to, to Christ it has to turn back to God. Yeah. And we see that God's point of view is you do have the choice, yeah. but there is a right and wrong. Yeah. And, um, so to, to kind of summer up all my, summarize all my thoughts on that, I guess put a bow on it, if you will. I haven't used that phrase in a while. Um, I saw a meme on Facebook a while ago and I was just looking for it, but I couldn't find it. Yeah. Um, but it was just, um, person X and Christian and they're having a conversation. Yeah. And person X, uh, says, um, I want to do like fill in the blank, like yeah. something that, that is, not right according to God's law. Yeah. And the Christian responded, you are free to do so. Yeah. And person X said, but you think this blank is wrong. And the Christian said, yes, I do. Yeah. And person X said, but I want to do it. And the Christian said, free to do so. You are free to do so. And the person X said, um, but I want you to tell me that it's okay that if I do this and the Christian said, I cannot do that. Yeah. And then person X said, why do you hate me? <laughs> And yeah. the Christian said, I don't hate you. I, yeah. I just can't say that what's wrong is right and yeah. what's right is wrong and, and vice versa. And yeah. so um, I think that goes to even our whole discussion about um, abortion or whether it be um, uh, living a, um, a any kind of sinful lifestyle. Yeah. Um, it comes down to there is a, a right and wrong. Yeah. And as a Christian, I'll... I'll stand for, for what's right. Will I force you to get in the water, be baptized, force you to live a life for God? No, I can't do that. 
But also, I cannot validate something that I know is wrong. Yeah. And, and you know, we, I, th- I think for, on so many different topics and so many different issues, you know, the, the church has uh, either taken such a hard line stance that people view it as unloving or have taken such a, a laissez-faire, weak stance that people don't know where we stand. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we have to meet in the middle. Uh, we, we have to meet in the middle of, well, it's, it's not okay to do this, right? I love you. It's not okay to do this. What you're doing is wrong. I don't support it, right? I don't think it's right. I love you though, right? Like, That's First Corinthians 13, right there. If yeah. we don't, um, if we don't, if we have not love, we're present or a clinging symbol. Exactly. If we don't present anything without love, yeah. then yeah, you're you're not going to get yeah any point across. And so, you know, I think it's I think it's vitally important when it comes to this topic. You know, I yeah, you know, I, I listen to conservative media, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it's it self-proclaimed, listen to the daily wire. And, you know, the points that they make are typically they're, they're brilliant. Yeah. You know, the, the, the logic that they use to follow, I, but it's all really based in it. science. Well, it's, it's, it's all based in, mm, you know, the child has a heartbeat, you know, yeah. the child at, at conception is a human being. Yeah. Um, rather I, than, you know, the argument that we try to go with, yes. with, with scripture, well, which not, you can go both ways. I'm not, can. I'm not throwing science out the window. Yeah. Um, well, that that wasn't even the point I was making. I I think that depending on who you're talking to, that that's going to be the more effective route, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but regardless of that, the way that they present it is oftentimes in mockery of the other side. Mm-hmm. It's oftentimes in in jest and making fun of the other side's point of view, or it's and and you know the other side does it too. Right? Well, yeah, it's like uh, it I've goes seen, both ways. I've seen some arguments like, um, you know. Uh, <laughs> mainly from Ben Shapiro, which um, he's a excellent uh, he's debater. A, he's, a, he's a logician. Um, he's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but people say, you know, if the baby or the fetus is not um, able to sustain its own life, um, then, you know, then you could abort it. And he's like, okay, so what about my two-year-old at home? <laughs> like, yeah. And that, that two year old's not living without me. Um, yeah. Well, he, he even that, talks. You know, what about what if you're in a coma? Yeah. Well, and that that's the other one. Um, yeah. I th- I saw one guy arguing that um, unless you're sentient, uh, yeah. then then you shouldn't be yeah. like values human life. He's trying to reference a fetus, but yeah. So Ben or not Ben? Um, he was Ben. Ben Shapiro. Yeah. Is like okay. So if you get a, in a coma, can I stab you? <laughs> and yeah. he's like, uh, no. <laughs> so he, eventually, the guy actually. I know what the, the clip you're talking about. Yeah. Eventually, the guy was like. I mean, yeah, I guess you could, because he because he didn't want to go back on his point. I, yeah, either yeah. you have to hold on to that logic or you don't. But but the the point I was making with all of that, right, is is there are ways there are ways to have even those discussions without alienating the person that you're talking to. Yeah, and and we as Christians, we cannot alienate someone by way of how we talk to somebody. Exactly. Right. The the, the road is already narrow. Yep. Right. The road is already narrow and the way is hard that leads to salvation. We cannot be putting extra stumbling blocks on that road. Yeah. We have to make it as easy or and as pushing and as, people off the road because I need some more elbow room. Exactly. <laughs> right. So, so while we cannot differ, or we, not differ, we cannot stray from the truth and from what we know is right. We also have to, have to talk to people out of love and mm-hmm. kindness and compassion and, and, and let them know, listen, you know, I, I understand what you're saying, and I disagree with you. Yeah, but maybe we can talk through this. But, but also understand that 
and not everybody's no matter, gonna accept it. Well, also, nobody, not everybody's going to to see your love. No, you know, just just like that meme, and it's a, it's a funny meme. It's made up, but yeah. um, even when it's a no, I, I I think this thing that you want to do is wrong. Yeah. Then sometimes the response is going to be, "Why do you hate me?" No yeah. matter how loving that you present God's word. Yeah. Um, not everybody will will see it that way. Yeah. And, like, and you think, have to be accepting of that. You have to be ready for that yeah. um, and shake off the dust from your feet and and, and move, move to the next town. Yeah. Well, and, I, and I think this particular topic of, of um, you know, how we talk to people and, and respect that we have and, and the love that we have and the fact that not everybody's going to accept it, maybe, maybe what we talk about in our next podcast or at least something similar to it uh, in, in various capacities. But um, regardless, I, I do want to kind of close up with, with the – the, the firm, a very firm statement that abortion is is morally wrong. Um, it, it is it is not okay in any circumstance or scenario. Uh, and and I know that is a that's a hard line to take and that's a hard stance to take. Uh, but I I cannot I can't go any other way. Um, you know I I I hope with everything in my heart that nobody that I know nobody that I anybody ever has to go through and make a decision where it's the mother's life or the child's life. And I know that happens. I know that that's a legitimate thing, but if it comes down to it, and I, you know, I know my wife very well, I, I know what her answer would be. Her answer would be to save the child without, without hesitation. And man, I'm going to start tearing up th- talking about this because it, it, it's a, it's a tough subject. Yeah. And just, well, and, and when, when you present, um, those different types of nuances to the discussion. It's yeah. kind of what we talked about a few weeks ago um, with um, when we're talking about, what was it? We, we had a discussion about uh, uh, wo- uh, women playing uh, or men playing women's sports or yeah. something and about transsexual. Yeah. Um, and um, you know, the, the likelihood of that occurring naturally is like it's an, it's an point outlier. zero zero one. Yeah. It, it's the same thing for like, Oh, well the baby must be aborted in order to, to save the mother's life. Um, a lot of times when that happens and, and, and what happens speaking sign, like scientifically yeah. every, and everything is, um, that the, the fetus after conception gets stuck in the fallopian tube and the baby begins to grow and grow. And, and that, if the baby grows and, and bursts the tube, then the mother is going to be yeah. dead within a matter of minutes. Yeah. Um, and so when that is caught, um, then it's not really a matter of saving the baby or the mother because at that point the baby is too little. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I'm just saying that those nuances are very, very strong outliers. And so we can't let them become the, the exception can't be the rule. The, the point. Yeah. The, yeah. We can't, we can't let the, the exceptions to the rule become what we base our, yeah. Our argument for pro-life or pro-choice on. Yeah. And, and I think that's what, that's what people try to do is they try to take the exception and make the exception, the rule. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the, the rule for me, for, for Alyssa, for, for you, for, you know, for us is, uh, life, choose life. Mm-hmm. And, um, so anyway, we, we, you know, we didn't even, we didn't even talk about, you know, adoption. We didn't talk about, uh, you know, any, any other 
potential ways to, uh, you know, what that, that would be a good topic for another podcast as far as talking about, uh, what James wrote, um, true and undefiled religion is this to take care of orphans and widows. Yeah, it would um, be because that is a, a full topic in of itself, but, yeah. um, but is one that would follow right along in lines with what we've been talking about yeah. today as far as taking care of those who cannot take care of themselves. Yeah. So, cause that's what James is trying to get the point across, but anyways. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, I, um, appreciate you talking with me about this. I, I know, absolutely. um, I know it's a tough discussion. I, I almost started crying. I think I've only done that once on the podcast before. Uh, I cry a whole lot more at home, but, um, but, uh, but no, I, I appreciate it because it, it's a difficult discussion, but I, I think it's one that we cannot shy away from. And, um, and anyway, so for, for all you listeners out there, I'll let, I'll let Dylan close us up and, and, and talk with you guys for just a minute. Yeah, uh, just one last thing I wanted to mention. Uh, don't forget that we have an online store through one of the the sweet sweet sisters that worships with us here at Keller, uh, Kim Sutton. She is uh, got her own company that she does a lot of of um, imprints and branding and and uh, different kind of designs on T-shirts. While well, we have opened an online store with her, so you can find that on our Facebook page. It's pinned to the top. Um, it's Kim's Closet, and then. It's I think it's like backslash Bible conversations or something like that. So um, check that out. You can get awesome t-shirts for the summer to wear at any kind of summer camps that you're going to and, and represent Bible conversations and and possibly use it as a, a tool to start other conversations uh, with people much like this one that we've had today. So uh, we appreciate y'all uh, sticking with us and uh, we'll see y'all next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bible Conversations. We want to encourage you to check out our proud partners, Ministry League. They have a website as well as an app that you can download from your smartphone. Yeah, not only that, but also be sure to send us an email. You can reach us at kcocbibleconversations at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you what your thoughts and comments are on today's episode. And if you have any questions or any comments, anything that you would like to let us know, please send us a text at the following number, 972-905-0856. Yeah, and that way we'll be able to uh, get that comment and and get back with y'all as well. And please leave reviews and comments. I know there's a lot of places that you listen to this podcast that you can leave comments and reviews. I know Apple Podcasts, I'm pretty sure iHeartRadio and others, you can Mm -hmm. uh, leave reviews and comments as well. And last, but most certainly not least, we ask that you share this with your friends. Uh, We do our best to provide... Uh, biblical and and, and strong uh, discussion and we hope that you can feel free to share that with everybody that you love and come in contact with thank you all so much for all of your support we love you